WandaVision gets wilder and wilder every time I watch it. They're, they have separate beds because it's, you know, the 50s and you can't show that people sleep in one bed on television because that's scandalous. They did a lot of things that I thought was pretty scandalous on this. And then I was like, they did, they kissed also. And I was like, wait, you can't do that. And then I was like, wait a minute. Yes, you can. Because I remember uh, in I Love Lucy, they kissed all the time. And I think in The Honeymooners, they kissed once that I remember in the entire time I watched that show. Something kept like hitting against the window. It turns out that what may have been hitting up against the window was either it was a tree and a uh, looks like a helicopter that's a Tony Stark colored helicopter. And it's in color, which is like, uh oh. And I started to get a feeling of what the things that are in color meant. For instance, when Dottie started to bleed and it was in color, I was like, ah, things that are in color are things that are not supposed to happen. They're not part of the script. So maybe some kid's toy made it onto the set. And I also believe that Dottie knows that she's in a television show. I think everybody else knows they're in a TV show, except for Wanda and Vision. This is very Truman showy. They have an opening to the show that's just bewitched, and it was fantastic. It made me so, like, happy. There's a sequence in the beginning where Vision is do going through his morning by just going through walls, and it was fantastic. It reminded me a lot of Wallace and Gromit, and I love that shit. It was so wacky and fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, my husband brought up the fact that the animation on this is better than they would have had it back in the day, and I'm like, yeah. And when you watch, like, those old shows, they have obvious wear on them, when you watch them and maybe back then they didn't have that wear but like you can tell that man this film is being stretched thin they've run this a lot is what it looks like when you've seen those like bewitched openings there's a talent show that's going to be happening and because it's for the kids i noticed that children was a huge theme of the episode the fact that they are doing all this stuff for the kids the best neighbor in the history of neighbors kind of gestured to Wanda like you and Vision could start to have babies <laughs> and the toy helicopter is probably another thing that man Wanda just wants kids this is something that's really baked into Scarlet Witch as a character uh, if you ever read any of the comics like you probably would have seen the fact that they, at the end when she's pregnant you were like yep I seen that coming but oh god already damn you guys just got frisky at the beginning of the episode how much time do you want me to believe has passed because it only looked like two days but then again that's another thing and you'll got, you guys will take this adventure with me. I kind of get what's happening because of the comic books. And it's really cool to see this unfold in front of us. Again, I think House of M is a very good comic to read. There's a storyline that came before House of M. And I cannot remember what it was. But definitely read that too. Because it, it all kind of slots together just, just right. This was around the time that Marvel Comics decided, fuck it. We're going to release just different arcs of comics instead of single issues. Because people respond better to big crossover arcs so we're gonna have a big crossover arc like maybe five comics that aren't in that crossover arc and then another big crossover arc that became the new like normal at around this time i, I want to say and also people started to buy comic books as trades people stopped buying single issues and just would wait for a trade to come out which is a trade is a you know pretty much an you buy an entire arc of a comic in one book and it's not too bad as far as price. Like if you price the how much these things cost as single issues and then because they're like last time I went to a comic book store, it was like five dollars for a book. But when you buy it in a trade, it's like ten dollars, sometimes 15. And it's like, well, you got it's it's a it's a bargain. So definitely save up for the arcs. The only thing you're missing is probably side stories that are single issues like what's fucking Spider-Woman doing at this time? But they're having a talent show and it's fantastic and I really enjoyed 
the fact that they're going to be magicians. I thought that was funny because it's like, yeah, you can kind of use your powers and pretend that it's not that. But that's what I thought anyway. But then they brought out this cabinet, very obviously gimmicked. And I was like, ah, okay, they're going to do fake magic. The best neighbor ever had a pet bunny that she's going to pull out of a hat. We meet the leader of the neighborhood association. This just gives me mean girl feelings. And you're looking at the super popular girl in high school. This is what happens to that to Regina George when she graduates. She becomes this person who is treating the rest of the neighborhood. She's part of the, she's the leader of the homeowners association. So she's like, if you want to do this in your front lawn, you got to talk to Dottie. And you want to do this, you got to talk to Dottie. So she's kind of scary. She can kind of decide what happens with how you use your lawn. I, I love that the neighbor just cannot stand Dottie. But we get to meet more people in the neighborhood. Uh, and there's this woman, I want to say her name is Grenadine. I'm, I'm sure that's wrong because that's alcohol, <laughs> I'm assuming. But when she meets Wanda and she introduces herself because Wanda's like, hey, what's your name? She's like, uh, and then has to improvise because that's not part of the script. This person is supposed to be an unnamed character. So the fact that she now has a name is pretty big. Wanda kind of changed the way the show was going. And she kind of changed the way the show was going by getting pregnant in the first place. Which is funny. Her and Vision got frisky at the very beginning of the episode, which definitely would not have been allowed on television back then. Then in, in two days, she gets pregnant. And then you're like, but Vision's a robot. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Don't worry about it. It's comic books. And then I was thinking, we, we see Dottie's like backyard. Dottie can pay for this school thing herself. She could just make a donation to charity. She doesn't need a talent show to pay for this. What the fuck? The funniest part is that the charity show seems to be just attended by people that live in the neighborhood anyway. So it's like, you could have just had people in the neighborhood donate money. But I guess she's like, fuck it. Let's do something fun. All right, Dottie's not so bad. Dottie, though, when I saw her, gives me vibes of the White Queen. Like, she reminds me of Emma Frost, something fierce. It's just, just the way she carries herself, you know, that she's the leader of this place, that she has, she's ridiculously wealthy. A lot of things really just make me go, hmm. When we see Wanda's costume for the show, I was like, first of all, I was like, oh, it's her, like, one-piece, it's like her one-piece bathing suit costume from, like, you know, the 90s. And... There's that, but then there's also, can you wear that in this era? One-piece bathing suits were what you wore to the beach, but can you just wear that as, like, a magician's outfit? That's not scandalous. There's a lot of stuff that I thought in this episode was scandalous, but she's doing it anyway. And maybe that's another part of the thing where it's like, something's up with the show. Somebody is trying to get in touch with Wanda over the radio, and they say, like, what did they do to you, Wanda? So this person makes me feel like, I, I don't know about the mojo thing anymore I'm, I'm back on the train of this is what wanda's doing to herself is what is the train that i'm back on and that she's being talked to in like a coma state by somebody else it's just i'm just getting that feeling like i could just imagine mojo watching this and going hot damn this would be awesome as a show i need to go capture them because my favorite show is not getting canceled kind of thing i could see that happening at the end of the show um oh boy mojo is one of those characters that i think like he'd have to be and an entirely CG character. I'm usually for, give me a character that's mostly puppetry, but Mojo is such a weird looking dude. You can get the Henson Company to work on a crazy ass animatronic puppet with a person whose head is sticking out of the top with some makeup on. You could definitely do that for the more realistic take. I think in order to save time and energy on the credits and stuff, you just CG Modoc. The Neighborhood Watch is members only. That's kind of fucking stupid. It's the Neighborhood Watch, but I guess you have to pay for Neighborhood Watch stuff, right? Like, so if you're doing the Neighborhood Watch, you have to pay for binoculars and night vision goggles and stuff like that. Your boy, Vision sits down anyway, and they're all gossiping and stuff. 
And Vision's like, oh, you know, fucking this guy over here is a communist. And everybody starts to laugh, including that guy. And he laughs kind of like, <laughs> oh, God, this is going to be a bad time. They all just take it as a joke and go, ah, Vision, you're funny. And that kind of leads up to the whole, that kind of foreshadows Vision being funny later in the episode. They give him some gum. He accidentally swallows it. And instead of being in his digestive tract for seven years, he doesn't have a digestive tract. It kind of just gets stuck in his gears. It kind of stops his function and he kind of becomes a little drunk off gum <laughs> essentially this is it's a really fun situation also i think Dottie understands more than she's let, letting on when she had that conversation with wanda before the radio came on she kind of talked to her like follow the fucking script is what i got from that scene before Dottie cuts her hand and I, like i said it's in color so i'm assuming that wasn't supposed to happen and then there was another commercial this one was a lot more sinister because it was strucker watches and i was like oh no baron strucker uh, he's a character that, he's a character that used to keep, uh, Wanda and Pietro in, like, cages. Seeing, like, Baron Strucker watches didn't make me feel good like the toaster. Vision shows up, and he looks a little drunk in public, and their magic show turns out to be hilarious. It turns out to be just a fun comedy act. Although, the one guy who looks like the, um, demolitions artist from Atlantis... I don't think he's getting that piano back, unfortunately. <laughs> the rest of the show was really, genuinely, really funny. Dottie thought so as well. That She gave them, like, first place in the uh, talent show and was like, fuck it, let's open up the talent show to comedy acts because that was hysterical. I think the act of Wanda pushing the beds together earlier was her kind of moving forward in time in, in the uh, standards and practices of what you're allowed to show on TV because at the end, it becomes the 60s. Everything's in, it's in Technicolor. The I Love Lucy window closing on them is very Brady Bunch. So I'm really excited to get in some, get in here and watch some Brady Bunch, uh, WandaVision in the next episode. I'm so excited. I would love to see them go through the motions of different sitcoms, which means we're going to get our sitcom with our jazzy opening in about two episodes. We're going to get that like full house style opening and I'm so excited for it. I'm definitely excited to see the Brady Bunch opening, especially with Wanda being pregnant. We're going to see it to see at least one more head in the bubble. That'll be fun, unless they get a dog. Hopefully they get a dog. I want it to be a robot dog, like a vision dog. Oh, and you need Alice. Maybe Agnes divorces Ralph and moves in as, as Alice. I love Agnes so much. I don't want to lose her because we're going to a different format of television show. Something else that I noticed um, was the furniture in the episode. And for shows that are in black and white, the furniture usually has to be really gaudy looking to stand out on a black and white camera. I remember this from The Monsters. The set of The Monsters had a lot of colorful furniture. And I was like, that's perfect to go from black and white to color, and then it's a Technicolor, and then you're in the 60s, because that was kind of the style of the 60s. Right now, we're going to watch it, and then we'll talk about it, and then we'll finally be caught up to WandaVision, and every episode we'll get, we'll talk about a brand spanking new one. I don't know how the WandaVision people do it. Every time there's an episode, it keeps that sitcom-y feel and also packs in some stuff that's like, oh shit, what's what's actually going on? So in this episode, it's Brady Bunch time. Everybody's hair looks fantastic. I'm a huge fan of everyone's hair in this episode, especially Visions. I think that that hairstyle really suits the actor. Wanda was pregnant at the end of the last episode, and she still is. A doctor came and saw her and was like, oh, you're several months along. Anyway, I gotta go on vacation. Because of that, shenanigans immediately ensue. It's a sitcom, so stuff immediately starts going wrong. But you also start getting that kind of Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, something's obviously wrong in this. The neighbor, who is now Herb, is cutting some hedges, and then he starts cutting their divider with his, with his hedge cutter. I don't know if a hedge cutter is strong enough to cut through, like, rock. I don't think that's rock, obviously. This is a set. 
and he's kind of breaking that wall. It kind of seems like he's broken too, like he's short-circuiting. Him and Agnes at the end of the episode also try to get Vision over there and like, hey, pal, we have to kind of tell you something. And then they're like, yeah, forget it. Forget we said anything. This reminds me of one of my favorite episodes of The Twilight Zone, where a little boy controls the entire town because he has these incredible powers. Uh, and whenever somebody displeases him, he, even, he either turns them into a monstrosity or he sends them away to the cornfield. Where's the cornfield? I have no idea. I love that episode of Twilight Zone a lot. It was the birthday party of somebody else in the uh, suburb in the episode of Twilight Zone. The guy got drunk and started to go, he's a monster, he has to be stopped. And the little boy turns him into a monstrosity. And I got those feelings at the end of this episode of WandaVision when, you know, they're trying to warn Vision of shit that's going wrong. Because Vision doesn't seem to get that something's wrong. Neither of them do. But Wanda sometimes is able to kind of snap out of the spell she put herself under, is able to know that something's not right, and that she cast Geraldine out of her perfect paradise and into the real world, where she was quickly scooped up by, it looks like, military personnel. So is she under lock and key somewhere? Where? Why would S.W.O.R.D. have anything to do with it? So now my brain is thinking, okay, maybe they're on the dark side of the moon, and they have a moon base up there where they're keeping Wanda because, holy shit, she is dangerous. Maybe the entire MCU has been Wanda's dream this whole time. And maybe what's been happening is mutants have always existed. All that stuff's already happened. They explained in a few movies now that there's a multiverse. People are like, oh no, how are we going to bring back Tony Stark and all this stuff? Captain America's not going to play Captain America anymore. Oh, boo, thumbs down. Well, here's how you do that. Here's how you change things. And I think that the Spider-Man movie is going to tackle that. The fact that there's been so many universes in such a small amount of time. Maybe Wanda was just like, I don't like this Spider-Man. Next Spider-Man. A buddy asked me like, why the hell is Geraldine wearing a sword pendant? Well, I don't think she was supposed to be in this universe. But I think she's wearing the sword pendant not for Wanda to catch on what's going on, but for Vision to catch on to what's going on. And maybe help them. But then with all the wackiness, she was just like, shit, 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 and forgot to hide it again. Maybe she figured, if I wear this sword pendant, maybe I can change Wanda's opinion of sword. And just tell her it's, it's my religion, we can go to a fun, wacky church service, there'll be a fun, wacky church episode, next episode. It'll be fun. And she'll maybe go, hey, sword's pretty cool. There's several ideas that I have about why that's happening, but I really feel like this is the way they're going to change the MCU completely. And I am on board. I am ready 100% for this. This is a great idea. And I think Thor said he's tired of constantly working out to try to maintain his body. And th that happens with a lot of actors. It's like working out and stringent diet in order to maintain being jacked as fuck is really a pain in the ass. And I can see a lot of people just going, no, fuck that. <clears throat> like I said, The Rock has these amazing cheat days. I think that's one way it can help. But yeah. That's the thing that's hurting. Also, you can maybe hire pro wrestlers to do this. They're actors already, and they're, or, they're already used to keeping on ridiculous amounts of muscle. And I know what you're saying. There's fucking wrestlers can't act. That's what their job is. Their job is acting. So much happened in such a small amount of time that it just gave me those feels, man. We're finally caught up to the show. Stuff will continue as normal. Subscribe to the podcast if you'd like. Shoot me a line, a hot take or some criticism or maybe a request for me to watch a show on Twitter at audio underscore D, D-E-E. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. Thanks for hanging out.